0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blah Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there this fine Monday afternoon? And it's been a week since the last time we met and talked. So I got a lot of stuff for you today, and I hope you got a lot of stuff for me. All right, so welcome to the show. All right, so, whew, man, we have a lot. We have a lot. Um, <clears throat> hope the weather is good wherever you are. You know, it's not like, you know, here what whatever, I mean, are, well, one day is this, or one hour is this, then two hours later it'll be something else, you know, just crazy stuff like that, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> anyway, it just, it is what it is, right? All right, so, check this out, this is Let's Talk, I'm your host, Mr. Talk, all right, uh, my co-host won't be with us today, but hey, no problem, we can ride, we'll ride on anyway, um. So let me tell you how you'd be a part of the show before I get started and, and the rambling they carrying on Alright, <clears throat> the first and the easiest way is to call me 347-838-8622 You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com And don't forget to uh, The Oof the, the chat room is also open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? And the show website is www.ericletstalk.com. And as I say all the time, once we finish the show today, um, the show will be placed on, on the um, website along with, um, you know, some some of the material we talk about. So you can check it out yourself. And, you know, that way, you know, you'll be up to date And you won't be saying that we'd be giving you some crazy stuff <laughs> You know what I mean? And speaking of crazy stuff, man You know, we went to, uh, we went and finally saw the movie um, uh, Black Panther And it was a pretty good movie, I must admit It was a real good movie.
0: However,
1: you know, however, it was interesting. uh, (laughs) It was interesting after looking at the movie how some people just got caught up and think that's a real actual place. You know, it's just amazing to me. And, dog. Uh, you know, it, you just look at it, you're like, wow. Wow. And just shake your head. But it is what it is. But all in all, it was a good movie. It really was. I mean, full of action. Kept my attention throughout. So, and that's enough saying. Because usually somewhere in the movie, it gets boring. Y'all know what I mean. Somewhere in the movie, it gets long, long, long and boring. They get to talking with Mother Long. And then you eventually go to sleep. Then you make him an action start. That's usually what happens But uh, in this instance, it didn't happen like that It was a good movie Alright, so Excuse me, if you haven't seen it, go and check it out You may actually enjoy it Alright, but With that being said, Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> On one of his shows uh, What do called call Live television He asked a question Regarding the country Of Wakanda um, on this show He asked some people I think it was like 9 or 10 people he asked uh, What about Wakanda And it was just crazy The answers that he got I mean it was crazy So what I'm going to do right now I'm going to play this little clip of him uh, Asking these people And just listen to the responses they give and, that, that, and you know the bad part about it That goes to show How how uh, The public views a lot of things You don't know it. You don't know what's going on. But if somebody asks you a question, you got to act like you believe and you know what's going on. And that's not always a good thing. You know? So, anyway, let me play this clip real fast. It's not that long. And then we come back and talk a little longer. You know what? Uh, Before I do that, you know, y'all know me, I I flow sometimes and I, I. now, before we play that right there, let's go to get the song of the day out the way. How about that? Yes, I like that. All right, this is the song of the day, and it's old school, as we like to say, but it's a, everybody know this song. Everybody know the words to this song. So, it, it's Monday afternoon, and you ain't, you're not feeling it. You're about to feel something right about now. All right, so, without a doubt... Here it is. Without any further delay, the Sugar Hill Gang and the Rappers Delighted. Hib right now,
2: hop, the hop, hip hop, hip, hip hip hop, hip you don't stop. Rock it out, baby, hop to the boogity bang bang, the boogie to the boogity bee. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and i like to say hello. Up to the black, to the white, the red and the brown, and the purple and yellow. But first, I gotta bang bang the boogie to the boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the bang bang boogie. Let's rock, you don't stop, rock the rhythm that'll make your body rock. Well, so far you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. When well, I'm pimp the dimp, the ladies pimp the women fight for my delight. But I'm the grand master with the three MCs that shop the house for the young ladies. And when you come inside into the front, you do the freak spank, I do the bump. And when the sucker MCs try to prove a point with treacherous trio, I win the serious jointer from sun to sun and from day to day. I sit down and write a brand new rhyme because to say that miracles never cease. I've created a devastating masterpiece. I'm gonna rock the mic So you can't resist Everybody I say it you do know, like this I was coming home on late One dark afternoon Reporter stopped me for an interview She said she's heard stories And she's heard fables That a vicious on the mic And the turntable This young reporter I did adore So I rock my vicious rhymes Like I never did before She said Damn fly guy I'm in love with you Casting over legend Must have been true I said By the way baby What's your name? Said I go by the name Lois Lane And you can be my boyfriend You sure they can Just let me quit my boyfriend Call Super I'm Big Bang Hank, I'm everywhere. I just throw your hands up in the air and party harder like it just don't care. Let's do it. don't stop, y'all. I take a chop, y'all. You don't stop. I go hotel, tell And what you gonna do today? If I do get a fly girl, gonna get some spank and drive off in a death OJ. Everybody go hotel, motel, holiday in. You say, if your girl starts acting up? Then you take a friend I say, skip, God, what can I
3: say? I can't fit them all inside my OJ So I just take half and wash them off I give the rest of him so he can shock the house I said a M-A-S, a T-E-R, a G with a double E I said i go by the unforgettable name of the man they call a Master G. Well, my name is known all over the world by all the fox, the ladies, and the pretty girls. I'm going down in history as the baddest rapper that ever could be. Now I'm feeling the highs and you're feeling the lows. The beat starts getting into your toe. You start popping your fingers and stuffing your feet and moving your body while you're sitting in your senses. And Then, damn, you start doing the freaks. I said, bam, I'll ride it out of your seat Then you throw your hands high in the air. You're rocking to the rhythm, shigatarian. Yeah, you're rocking to the beat without a kid, Who's the short shot MC's for the affair? Now I'm not as tall as the rest of the gang, but I rap to the beat just the same. I got a little faith and a pair of brown eyes. All I'm here to do, ladies, is hypnotize. it on and, and on and on and on and on, the beat don't stop until the break of i sing it on and on and on and on and on like I hide, a heartbeat. The pop, the pop, the pop, give it, it, pop, the pop, 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 pop. You don't dare stop. Come a y'all, give me what you got. I guess by now you can take a hunch and find that I am the. Big of the bunch, but that's okay. I still keep in stride because all I'm here to do is kiss. i your with sing yo. Behind it on and, and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. Sing it on and, and on and on and on and on. right, rock, rock, yo. I do it on the floor. I'm gonna freak your here, I'm gonna freak your day. I'm gonna move you out of this atmosphere because I'm one of a kind and I'll shock your mind. I put the jig, 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 yo. Behind. I say the one, two, three. Come on girl, get on the floor Come along y'all, give me what you got Cause I'm guaranteed to make you rock it's one, one, two, three Boy, tell me, to my, what are you waiting for? Said a hip, hop, the hip to the hip to hip, 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 hopper, you don't stop. Rock
2: it to the bang, make the boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Well, to be we rock a Scooby-Doo, and guess what, America, we love you. cause you rock and a roll with so much so you can rock till you're 101 years old. I don't mean to brag, I don't mean to boast, but we like hot butter on a breakfast toast. Rock it up. A baby bubble, baby bubble to the boogie, then bang bang, the boogie to the beat. Beat is so unique, come on everybody and dance to the beat. Have you ever went over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, a macaroni's soggy, the peas almost, and the chicken tastes like wood. So you try to play it off like you think you can by a saying that you're full. And then your friend says, mama, he's just being polite, he ain't finished her, oh, that's full. So your heart starts pumping and you think of a lie and you say that you already ate. And your friend says, man, there's plenty of food, so keep powerful more on your plate. But while the sticky food's steaming, your mind starts to dream another moment. It's time to leave. And then you look at your plate, and your chicken's fully rotting into something that looks like cheese. Oh, so you say, that's it, I got to leave this place. I don't care what these people think. I'm just sitting here making myself nauseous with this ugly food that stinks. Oh, so you bust out the door while it's still closed, still sick from the food you ate. And then you run to the store for quick relief from a bottle of K.O. Pectate. And then you call your friend two weeks later to see how he has been. And he says, I understand about the food, baby, but, but well, we're still friends. Uh, with a hip hop, the hippie to the hippie, the hip hip hoppy You don't stop the rocker to the bang bang. You can say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat.
1: That was y'all your song of the day. I know all y'all know that song. You you should have been singing right along with it. The Sugar Hill Gang rappers delight. Yeah, buddy. I tell you. I tell you what, if I ever go to anybody's food house and they food look all like that, I'm not even sitting down. I'm sorry. I'm going to churches or Popeyes or something. Give me some chin. <laughs> That's right, y'all. We still riding that chicken train. But either way, oh. Uh... <laughs> i about talking myself But yeah, that was your song of the day, man I hope you enjoyed it And, uh, you know Some music just never gets old Some songs never get old You know, it just Gets better with time, you know Just gracefully And I like that, that's that's pretty cool But anyway Anyway, let's keep it moving Alright, once again I am Mr. Talk, I'm your host of Let's Talk This is what the show you're listening to just in case you were wondering, um, and my co-host won't be in today, but that's okay. We, we gotta, we gotta send a whole bunch of love out there. Welcome to the show, guests seven hundred nine to seven ten. Glad you can hang out with us a little bit. All right, so, um, you know, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, now, all right, here we go. Now, as I was saying before, I got to the song of the day. Um, I went and saw the movie Black Panther, and um, it was a great movie. A um, lot of action. You no, know, I enjoyed it, and I, I didn't really think about nothing political about nothing. I just watched it as a movie. Okay. Now, of course, I'm, I'm I, I am aware that there's a lot of stuff going on out there about the movie. Well. Whatever, I just went and watched the movie, okay? And I enjoyed it. But this is, I'm going to play a clip, and this is an example of the American public. Now, you can say, well, that's just 10 little people, but if Jimmy Kimmel was to have asked, or this guy would have asked more people the same question, I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't more assholes like the ones given in this clip right here. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, so let me play it real fast for you. All right. How many of you have uh, seen the movie Black
2: Panther? It is the number one movie in the United States in the world. Black Panther had the biggest opening week of any Marvel movie ever. So far, it's earned more than $520 million. If you haven't seen it, it tells the story of T'Challa, who's the king of a fictitious African country called Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda is again, fictitious. It's made up. It's not a real place. But not everyone knows that. So we went out on the street and asked people for their thoughts on the crisis in Wakanda. And were they willing to weigh in on a fake crisis in a fake country? Well, let's find out. In tonight's Black Panther edition of Lie Witness News. Is it time to bring the U.S. troops home from Wakanda?
1: Um, I, th- I think we need a strong presence there. Um, I definitely support our troops, so if they're in Wakanda, I think they should,
2: you know, they have a reason to be there. Should we be involved in Wakanda right now? No,
4: I think we should resolve our own problems first, especially what's going on in the government.
2: What are people saying about the crisis in Wakanda?
1: They're saying like it's like a big catastrophe, like it's a lot of bad things happening over there.
2: Should Wakanda be forced to share their vibranium? Um, no. Why?
0: It's theirs. It belongs to their country.
2: Without vibranium, we can't power fidget spinners or golf carts.
0: Okay. I'd say we need to find another way of doing that.
2: What is your opinion of the Twitter war going on between President Trump and King T'Challa of Wakanda?
1: My opinion is, uh, I think it's good, Uh, because in this state, you know, bad publicity is good publicity for some people. So long as people are watching, long as people are tuning in, you know what I'm saying, somebody's getting paid somewhere.
0: We're just all human beings, so we can't judge each other. Or Panthers. Panthers. Yes. Or Panthers. Yes, or anything. We're all... Humans, Except for
2: Panthers. Yes, for Panthers.
0: Panthers.
2: (laughs) Why does Donald Trump dislike the Wakandans
3: so much? Should I say it? Because they are not his color. (laughs) Orange. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: orange. I don't think nobody's his color. Okay, no.
2: (laughs) Do you think if somebody made a movie about what's happening in Wakanda right now, it would be popular? Or people just don't want to see that?
0: People don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't think so. Right, well, I should run a studio. All
1: right. Thanks,
0: everybody.
2: Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I hope you enjoyed that video. Hit subscribe and all your...
1: All right. <laughs> all right. Now, if you want to go and watch that video yourself, you can find it on YouTube at uh, Under Crisis in Wakanda. But just the responses alone just will make you shake your head when you think about just how gullible the American people are. It's just amazing. It's amazing. You, know, you can make up a, a country or city or whatever, and people will give you an opinion on it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's scary, y'all. That's scary. Just think if everybody just flowed into that right there, flowed the same way. We would never know what's really going on, will we? So while we 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 uh, uh, falling behind or, or we tracking on a fictitious company, country, or something we made up, the real corporates are out there getting away with whatever, you know. You know so,
0: hey.
1: Before If somebody asks you a question Think about it first okay? Don't just go out there And, and give your opinion Especially if you don't know If you know, don't know Just say I don't know I have no clue It's okay to say that It really is It's okay to say that
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh, I think you, you prefer to say that Than anything else All right Anyway Um. <laughs> anyway <sighs> hey, y'all want to talk to me today 347-838-8622 Email is talk at com. Chat room is open at com Forward slash Mr. Talk And uh, da, 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 That's good enough right now Alright, so With that being said, we I had to play that right there Because I, I meant to play it A couple of weeks ago Well, last week Of course, we didn't do any shows last week Because I, Mr. Talk, you know, was battling my allergies, and I really couldn't talk or breathe, okay? So that's why we didn't do any shows last week, and I do apologize, but y'all understand, it happens, right? Okay. Well, if you don't, okay, too. That's all right, too. I still love you, okay? so
0: so, <laughs> uh,
1: with that being said, let's get to the... Um, Quote of the day, all right? Quote of the day is America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. And that was by Abraham Lincoln, y'all. Okay, let's take a look at that. America will never be destroyed from the outside. Contrary to what a lot of people think, uh, it is, especially in today's uh, um, United States of America. Uh, you're trying to keep so many people from coming in But there is a true fact America will never be destroyed From the outside Never um, If we falter and lose our freedoms Which we're going to talk about Some things in a little while And that that's leaning toward That, that way And uh, You know when you say falter and lose our freedoms There's a lot of freedoms we still don't have That That uh, uh, we used to have, we don't have them anymore, somewhat, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit. And we'll be because we destroyed ourselves. And, of course, right now this is a very divided country, very divided, and not just in half. We divided this country is divided uh, in, in I, man, you can go all the way down to eighths, I guess, thirds. I mean, it's just that divided. So um, that's that's one way of, of destroying ourselves, right there. And it's, it's something that that works from the inside out. It's from the inside out. Yes, there are individuals out there that do really plan on on uh, 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 just trying to destroy uh, what is you know the so-called freedom or democracy here in the United States of America. We know this. However, you know with, with the dockers and all that. Come think about it. Y'all know the day is the fifth of March, right? And the DACA was supposed to end today. However, it was not end because courts have still ruled that that they are that it was um, uh, Trump's uh, 45's fives uh, uh, law, whatever he tried to get started, is unconstitutional. So they still can submit their applications. Just thought I'd throw that out there to you. Yeah. You know, um. But, yeah, that was the the quote of the day, Abraham Lincoln, and we're we're through with that. All right? America would never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. That's right. I.E. fake news, not fake news, fake news, what people consider to be fake news, that's really not fake news, fictitious stories, uh, unrest. There's all kinds of things going on, but yeah, I just thought I throw you know throw those little into y'all know me I'm always throwing stuff in somewhere. All right, so let's move in there Keep it moving, keep it moving. Our Black History Moment now. this, this is what what's going to happen here. Just because the month of February is over doesn't mean that uh doesn't mean that our Black History Moments will stop right there. Okay, because. There's more uh, black history happens every day. Honestly, each and every one of us uh, are walking history. Y'all think about that for a minute. You are a part of of black history yourself. So what are you going to do today to make yourself stand out?
0: Hmm?
1: What are you going to do? But anyway, yeah, what are you going to do to make yourself stand out today? You are walking history. You are a part of black history. Black history now. Now, you know. So th- think about that. Think about that. That that is that's that's something strong right there. It, it really is that you are, as you walk, as you breathe right now, Black History. Well, so what you gonna do to make yourself stand out? What you gonna do? You'll be like Mister Robert F. Williams. I mean, yeah, Robert F. Williams. That's our, our, our Black History person of the, the, the day. Um and Mr. Williams was was uh, uh, uh there was a there was a powerful man right here, and I first learned about about Mr. Williams when I was a freshman in college. He, there was a book, there was a book called The Crusader, Crusader, C R U S A D E R. All right, it was the name of a paper that he started. But there's a book by that same title, and I strongly suggest. You go ahead and get the book and read it. Uh, you may be be able to find it on Amazon. I've got nobody goes to library anymore, so you may be able to find it on uh, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble site or whatever. But it's a, it's a very good read, and it, it, it's another example of how those individuals that were trying to stand up for Were right were once again persecuted and forced. Y'all listen to what I'm saying and forced to flee. The country they were they were they were born in to go to another country just to be just so they they could be safe, you know. And as we look back through history, examples of that all the way through, all the way through to where you know you don't want to keep. <laughs> I'm not going there yet. Anyway, let's talk about Mr. Mr. Williams now. Mr. Williams. He was born in 1925 Uh, And of course Anybody during that time That stood up for any type of black rights Or whatever uh, Was considered a militant Yeah, A militant Y'all know that word Everybody is a militant If you don't stand for what the status quo is You are a a militant Or a revolutionary Those are two words that were used Constantly Back then, and honestly, some of them are used it's still today They just change them to thugs and what have you But anyway <laughs> All right um, He was a civil rights leader And had an open advocacy for armed defense Okay And it anticipated movement for the black power and In the late 1960s And helped inspire groups like the Student National Coordinating Committee, the Revolutionary Action Committee, and the Black Panther Party. Okay, Mr. Williams was born in North Carolina, you know, Monroe, Monroe. Um, he migrated to Detroit, Michigan during World War II, uh, you No, know, worked in all the fam- factory, organized the union there, and fought for uh, in the race-wide in Detroit in the summer of 1943. All right. He was in the Marines for a little while So he was a veteran too (laughs) Ha 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 returned to uh, North Carolina in 1955 He was elected the local president of the Local branch of the NAACP You know what How many of y'all know what that stands for? Uh, How many of y'all know what the NAACP stands for? Y'all don't know what it stands for The letters National Association for the Advancement of Colored People NAACP So, So don't say you didn't learn anything today All right Okay, and once he became president, he went. He wanted to to build the membership uh, with the same beliefs that he had. You know, he wanted to be working class, militant, and armed. Okay, armed. Now let's remember that back then, if you were black and you had a weapon. Oh my goodness! You were a bigger threat than than most people. Oh man, you a bigger threat than 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 you know, whoever. You really were. You really were. You were. You were, man. You were bad people. You know, um, because that's a, a, after the Black Panthers begin to arm themselves and, and protect their neighborhoods. You know they um <laughs> they um that's when we started having. Gun laws, as they call them But anyway, let's get back to Mr. Williams So, yeah, he won his membership in his own image Working class, militant, and armed Okay Uh, He soon made international headlines for his role in the so-called kissing case In which two black children were jailed for kissing a young white girl In 1957, at the attempt to desegregate the town's public swimming pool Met with stiff Resistance from local whites and the white Klu Klux Klan Wills began stockpiling guns in anticipation of an attack by the Klan Vowing to meet violence with violence Y'all heard that, right? Violence with violence Wins was rebuked by the National Office of the NAACP And suspended from his leadership post In 1959, he began publishing his own newsletter, The Crusader Now, remember, I said that's the name of the book as well, so Crusader. In 1961, Williams and his supporters again tried to integrate the community pool. This time, he wound up in an armed standoff with local police and a mob of white citizens. Later that year, when the Freedom Rides came to Monroe, Williams organized self-defense groups to protect the riders as white mobs stormed the black community in the wake of the rise. Uh, Williams and his wife left town But only after allowing a white Couple to take refuge in their home Authorities, authorities Indicted Williams for kidnapping The couple That's that, that's nothing new uh, Forcing him to flee the country And taking up residence in Cuba As a guest of Fidel Castro From exile in Cuba Williams continued to circulate the crusader Throughout the south With uh um, Castro support. So now, not only was he a revolutionary, a militant, now he was a communist because he was hanging out with Fidel Castro. All right, all this because he wanted to integrate. He didn't see nothing wrong with black and blacks and whites swimming in the same pool. But we do know back in that time, if one guy got in a pool that was considered a white pool, they would drain all the water and and, and, and (laughs) try to bleach whatever they thought was in there out. (laughs) That's crazy. But uh, he also began broadcasting a weekly radio program, Radio Free Dixie, that reached thousands of black listeners in the United States despite U.S. government efforts to scramble the system. In 1966, Wills moved to China, where he became a friend and advisor to Mao Zedong. Over the next few years, he traveled extensively throughout Asia and Africa, speaking out against racism, colonism, and the war in Vietnam. In 1968, while still in exile, but now living in Tanzania, Wills was named the first president of the Republic of New Africa. Uh huh. Y'all got that right. Okay. Wills returned to the United States in 1969 and settled in Michigan, partly as as a result of charges in his own political position, and partly in order to avoid extradition to North Carolina, where kidnapping charges were still pending. Because why he let two white folks stay in his house for refuge, but of course. He distanced himself from the black power movement and even began advising the State Department on his relations with China. In 1976, all charges against him were dropped. Williams lived the remainder of his life in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He died of Hodgkin's lymphoma in 1996. And that's basically Mr. Robert F. Williams. However, did you notice, once he was willing to help the good Mr. Smith, You know, it was all right. We'll drop the charges now. You know, since you're helping us, you can drop the charges, and you're no longer a part of the black movement. Uh, Yeah, we all right now. We can drop the charges. So, we've seen and heard this before, right? But he, this man, he fought for a lot of things, and like I said, y'all want to check him out. Check out his book Crusader, and uh, it's a good read. All right. So, moving right along, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, da, 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 da. let us get on with the show. Today, the title of the show is Baggy, Not Saggy, Baggy, Not Sagging. and we're not talking about your body parts either, Yeah, <laughs> y'all know I have to put that in there, because I know somebody be like, ah, I know he going to be talking about this, talking ass, no, don't talk, we ain't talking about no body parts, what we're talking about is your pants, okay, Not your pants, but we've all seen the youngsters running around here with, and we, you know what, here's the sad part. You can say we've seen youngsters, but honestly, you know, we've seen adults with the same thing, older adults. And that's a scary thing now that I think about it. We've seen older, older adults walk around here with their pants hanging all down off their butt and what have you. Well, uh, South Carolina, uh, legislature perhaps proposed A bill to ban Saggy pants Alright now There's a, a, a town in uh, South Carolina Timminsville That already has a, a uh, Law Banning you know saggy pants And the fines are from, range between $100 and $600 However This new one if passed uh, Actually will um, Make it illegal to wear your pants more than three inches below the crest of your, uh, belly, where your belly stops, lower intestine, okay? Now, three inches, yeah, that's pretty, pretty low, if you ask me. You know, I mean, get a ruler, and check it out. Three inches? Yeah, that, that's kind of low. That's kind of low. But, okay, they give it a little bit. But anyway, and, um. It's interesting because the, this this legislation is facing a lot of kickback because a lot of people feel like it's not even an issue anymore. You know, whatever they, you know, that's just part of the new generation of, of kids and what have you that's going on. You know, like everything else, you get used to it, right? Yeah, but um, and, and there are others that say we need to be more concerned about. Daily murders, of, you know, of killing each other. Look, you know what's what's so interesting about uh, about this is. Wait a minute. Let me get the particulars of this. Then I, I'll give my point of view. All right. So, if someone is caught with these with their pants below three inches, uh, this the first offense is twenty five dollars. Second fifty, and the third is seventy five dollars. All right. Um, if the second and third time violation, they could also face six hours of community service. Six hours of community service. So regardless of what 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 happens, that's really not no steep fines or anything. That's not really a deterrent, is it? I mean, that's really not. And, and the question is, how? who's going to enforce this? Who's going to enforce these laws? So is it? You know, uh, isn't it really just? Isn't it just really a waste of time? Oh, you know, I mean really. Sagittarius, we we talk about it all the time. You see them, you know. and The only thing you say is, "Well, let's just sorry." You know, we ain't got the no, you know, and and that's just the generation that, that they're in. That's just a generation today. That's the way they wear their pants. Now, we all know we've seen some that's just a little bit too much, all the way down, dang near to the knees, the back of their thighs. Oh, that, I think that is going a little bit too far. But as far as passing a law to ban it, I don't say how you're going to enforce that. I, I really don't. But then again, anything is possible, right? <laughs> right now. Here's something else that's, that's, that's Interesting That was, uh, Along those lines The Alabama Supreme Court Alabama Supreme Court Now this is very interesting um, Recently ruled that companies Can refuse to hire Individuals with dreadlocks Okay That's right The Alabama Supreme Court has ruled that Companies can refuse To hire anybody that has dreadlocks The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Yeah
0: that.
1: Now this was um, In response to a lawsuit Filed on behalf of uh, Chastity Jones who's, uh lived in Mobile, Alabama uh, And it was filed by the Equal, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission Yeah And in May 2010 Uh Miss Jones was informed that she'd been hired uh, by this firm. Uh, her and some and some others had been hired, but during a private meeting with the eight, with HR, uh, Miss Jones was told a different story. Basically, she was told that she could not be hired with the dreadlocks, and was told they uh, tend to be messy. Yeah, the dreadlocks tend to be messy. Okay,
0: <laughs>
1: now it gets it gets more interesting here the company had a uh, the company has a race neutral grooming policy regarding uh requesting that employees have hairstyles that reflect a business slash professional image okay that's what it said the e e o c asserted that the company violated title seven of the civil rights Act of nineteen sixty four that prohibits employment discrimination Based on race, color, religion Sex and natural origin Now I'm going to stop right there And you the reason why I'm going to stop right there Because none of that was violated None of that was violated You know it's amazing that, th- that uh, This actually had to be Taken to court Um and here's why I'm saying that. Because number one, you going to work for them. They are not working for you. It's their company. If they don't want you to have dreadlocks, they don't want you to have dreadlocks. Now you got a decision to make, right? How bad did you want this job? It's not discriminatory. Not to me, it's not. That that call not doing your homework. Not 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 following up on the on, on the the company that you, you're trying to apply for. You know, you got to do homework but you out there searching for jobs for these country, companies. You can't just walk up in there willy nilly and thinking they're gonna hire you. then you know in this case you get there and they say, well, hey, look, you are qualified. We we'd love to have you, but um you don't meet our our, our grooming standards. So now Sitting right there, you got a decision to make. You go cut them off, or you go, you know, keep looking. Remember, there's another case in Louisiana a couple of years ago where um, they wouldn't, they weren't going to let a guy graduate because he'll, because of his dreads, you know. And, and the example that's given is they tend to get messy, and, and you know, there's there's this thing myth out there. Uh, that says, well, you know, they don't wash the hair or nothing, so it get, begins to stink, and which is further from the truth. I know a lot of individuals get their hair done and um, and get their dress redone, uh, take it care of, so that's not true. But in this instance, look, there was nothing that was violated. There really wasn't because this this that was the country uh, companies um, rules. Just that simple. Just that simple. <laughs> you know. So, all right. I see you seven oh six. Finna get to you here in a few minutes. Um. So, a lot of times, you know, everything is not discriminatory. It's, it's not. You know, even though I like to say, yeah, 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 that's discriminatory. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not all the time. Sometimes, like I said, you just have to make a decision. Do your homework. Find out what this company is like, what the atmosphere is like. Now, uh, the question I had that, that it didn't say anything, were there any other applicants that uh, applied that had dreads, or were there any that were working there that when they applied had dreads and when they cut their dreads off? Okay, The article didn't, didn't mention any of that, so and that would have been an interesting um insight into to this this case as well, but of course, it didn't say anything in that, so we just have to go with what was printed and in this case, nothing is wrong, <laughs> nothing is wrong. all right, so let me bring this call in right here real fast. All right, area code seven zero six. I got you. talk to me well, I'm talking
4: greetings, to. Mr. Talk, long time, no speak.
1: <laughs> Greetings,
4: how are you? I am doing well I have not heard from you in so long And I just had to chime in What a hot topic What a great topic And you know I have utmost respect for you But I totally disagree with your position um, Okay Just ruled in hegemony And white uh favor Does not make it correct no matter what type of conditions uh, these companies create, it's a violation of uh, our human rights because you're targeting somebody's identity. Dreadlocks are a part of our identity. It has nothing to do with hygiene or anything. You're that's it's it's a cultural thing. Uh, just like uh, when white people decide to wear their hair a certain way or. Do something. It's 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 misappropriating our identity. It has something. It's connected to our identity, and it's a complete violation of our international and human rights. Uh, Article one of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights has it says that we have a right to self determination. That means we determine how we look. If I don't want to wear my hair like Europeans, I don't have to that's my god given right. And when we mm-hmm. allow these people to continue to con- create conditions that obscure our identity, our ethnic identity, braids, that's part of our identity. Um that's part of who we are. And we should not be uh discriminated against or uh looked at or looked frowned upon because we choose to wear a hairstyle that represents our identity as a cultural group, as a black person. They don't have a problem with uh, guys wearing dreads when they are, they are trying to appropriate our culture to sell Coca-Cola products. So what's the issue now? What we have to do is take a stand. Just because the Supreme Court ruled in favor of it, there are higher courts. There's high, there are hierarchies of law. And the United States has time and time again, uh, they have uh, stigmatized our identity. They have obscured our identity, uh, who we are. They have criminalized our identity. The very image of black people have been criminalized. Uh, And I got an opportunity when um, I went uh, to another country to see Uh how our identity has been misappropriated. Um, and what right. I would do, if I was that person, I would not uh-huh. have even went to the colonial courts. I would have taken it to an international venue where she could have gotten uh-huh. remedy. She has rights under international and human rights law that protects your uh, cultural identity. Uh, you have the ILO agreements, 169, that protects the Native Americans. You have the... Uh, ILO 169, Article 1, Paragraph 2, that states you dictate your identity. Uh, You have the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights that dictates your uh, identity. You have Article 27 uh, of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights that that protects your culture. So I think what it is, what we need to do, we need to understand that uh, we are under a colonial domination, and the laws are colonial, uh, and they're racist. Mm-hmm. And racism is a derivative of that. And it's not a, a, a situation that we just go in and we say, "Oh, everybody else is wear, wearing European hairstyles; I, I should do that too." That's not. That's not how things go uh you mm-hmm. have to have they, most of these com- these companies have adopted multiculturalism okay so in a mm-hmm. multicultural atmosphere dreadlocks are part of whether we're indigenous or co- or consider ourselves african that's part of our mm-hmm. culture, and we have a right to protect it. The Native Americans protect theirs. The Jews protect theirs. You dare not tell a Jew he cannot come in there with his hat on and he go to work. Let mm-hmm. them tell that to the Jews and what
0: happens. <laughs> See what
4: happens. So we're cowards when we sit outside mm-hmm. and allow things like this to go, go down. It's, it's, I'm sorry I can't agree
1: with you. Okay. All right. And, and you know what? You you have made some very valid points. You really have. And I agree with a lot of what you said. But in this instance, you know, we just going to have to be on different sides of the fence. <laughs> but yeah, you, you have you. made... You. And, and you know what, though? And you know what, though? Here's here's another interesting thing. She may not even be aware of her of other avenues. You know, in fact, the lawsuit was filed by the what, Equal I had an Equal Opportunity Commission. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. You know, so she may not have been aware of the her other options. But you know, working in the system that she was she had to work in, she still was left with a choice. Either she, you know, go cut the dreads or, or do whatever they ask her to do or, or, you know, just go and find another job.
4: Well, she shouldn't be put in that position anyway. I mean, because that's just like asking a Jew not to wear his hat to work. That's just like asking a a Muslim not to wear their hijab. So why, when it comes to our culture, what's precious to us that we hold on to? Slavery took a lot from our identity. We was taken, our language was taken away from us, our mores, Uh everything was taken away from us. Dreadlocks are something that we're, we embrace now, and that we hold on to. Braids are something; those are some of things that are dear to most of us. Why is it that uh, these companies and these schools, and you have different universities? Why is it that we're sitting around allowing these people to uh, to dictate who we are, dictate our our identity? It's not right. It's not fair. Uh, we do have other avenues that we can pursue which other avenues need to be pursued against the United States. They are racist. It is a highly racist apartheid state, and it needs to be dismantled and be treated as such. It is no better than uh, South Africa, no better, no better whatsoever. And when you look at the Supreme Court rulings on a lot of things that pertain to people of color, specifically African Americans, it it is downright hegemony. racist blatantly so when we allow these things to go on and we don't pursue other avenues just because the supreme court closed the door we have treaties international law is a part of the united states constitution we have other avenues we can pursue we can file complaints in the inter-american court system through the inter-american uh commission that's in washington dc we have uh uh, different treaty parties like uh, the third conventions. We are a national minority, too. Uh, we can file it through those commissions, which are quasi-juridicial uh, 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 apparatuses that we can use for remedy. We have to put an international scope on what is going on with us over here in the United States. We have to. We have to internationalize our our issues. The United States has went into other countries and invaded and caused wars and rumors of wars mm. based uh-huh. on human rights violations. When they're violating our rights right here,
0: they're violating
4: our. That's a clear bladed violation of that person's human rights. Why should I have to go to work and do my job? I don't have to go and look like, adopt their mores, adopt their mannerisms, and look like them to make them feel comfortable. What it is, those dreadlocks don't allow them to be comfortable. They need to be uncomfortable. And if I was that person, I would take it to another
1: Mm -hmm. jurisdiction and maybe she will like i said this was just the uh, the 11th US circuit court in alabama appeals court so maybe yeah. she she yeah maybe they will um the court the court um also said maintaining uh that dreadlocks though culturally associated with race aren't an immutable uh characteristics of black persons
0: you know that that was in there. Well, well, who
4: says? Statement? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Immutable. That's something that could be changed. They don't dictate mm-hmm. whether or not it's up to that individual whether or not I want to cut my hair. It's up to me whether or not I want to grow it out. It, it, it's not. It. That's why we we have to adopt human rights in our language, uh, in 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 the way that we do things. See the civil rights uh, mentality that we have. It has us placed in a box where other people, where uh, tr- these transplanted people, can come in and dictate our humanness. You know, they—if you look uh-huh. at the Constitution—they still don't even consider consider us full humans. That that law <laughs> hasn't been changed. The Dred
0: Scott case
4: uh-huh. is still on the books. Matter of fact, uh-huh. there's a case. There's a case now. There was a case uh that was pending uh that dealt, I think they went to through the uh Supreme Court whether uh, it was the NCAA players they went back and used a case I think it was based on the Dred Scott case as precedent for them not to pay play pay the college uh the college uh, F- uh ball F- F- yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. this is right. racism Hegemony, racism, hegemony, colonial domination, all wrapped into one case, and nobody's not saying anything about human rights. Hmm. Okay? that You don't respect okay. my humanity okay. if you want to change something about me to make you feel good. Why can't I be hmm. just human just like you? Why can't you look at me that I'm just like you? We're not their dolls. We're not their products. We walk, sleep, eat, squat, take a dump just like they do. And until we realize that they don't exercise any dominion over us and they don't dictate how we look, they don't get to misappropriate our culture. It's okay when when you need to sell a corporate product Sell some Coca-Cola or some Mickey D's We can have it then But when we need to hear the clock You get to dictate when I wear my dreads I'm sorry it did not go like that
1: <laughs> You know in a perfect world You are absolutely right But you have said before In, in this society right here That's the decision that has to be made If you want to work for that company you, you decide to cut your dreads If not You're going to look for another job but I'm not just—I'm not disagreeing with what, what you said as far as this country and what we have to do as a people. But in this instance, uh, what other choice does the, besides? I mean, you, she could t- take it higher, higher, higher. But the bottom line, she still don't have a job, which I'm sure you know it was the main focus when she tried to get a job. I, uh,
4: if I were her, I would have had—you know—I would have went and found another job as well. But the law. Mm-hmm would ha- have never been filed in this jurisdiction. I would have filed a lawsuit in an international venue because the United States need a scope. See, the world doesn't see cases like these.
0: Mm-hmm. The
4: world doesn't see the United States for what it is. A racist, apartheid state. And as long yeah. as we try, we continue to sweep things under the rugs and uh, allow their last word to be the last word and not internationalize mm-hmm. the problem, we're going to continue to face these issues. Specifically, another reason why we are facing these issues is because we don't know our human rights. We don't know our human rights. We don't know that we have a right to our own individual and collective identity. This is a class action <laughs> lawsuit. Mm.
0: Well, we have a right
4: to self-determination you know, I dictate who I am And what I look like Not you
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: But then again You know in order to do that Wouldn't we need the resources to do that with though would we have to be the ones uh, Running the show No No you don't think so
4: Nope uh, oh, yeah. Did the Native Americans, um, when they were uh, using the Native Americans' names on these sports teams and whatever, was it an issue? We're just a weak group who we're politically Ill- illiterate.
2: You know, it, it, politically
4: you illiterate.
0: About... We're politically mm-hmm.
4: illiterate. Uh, ignorant of human rights law, ignorance of of our rights, politically illiterate. And um, we've just been manipulated. We, we, we've we been – the the reason that we're in the condition that we're in right now is because of ignorance, political illiteracy, poor leadership, puppet leadership, because most of the people that represent us today, they're strategically placed, and we're ignorant of our human rights. That is why we're in the condition that we're in. I can't
1: argue with that. (laughs) I can't argue with that. As much as I want to to poke a hole in that, I can't. I can't, because you're absolutely correct. I say that all the time. I, I really do. I'm sorry,
4: but you just don't get to tell me. You don't get to dictate. That's something... It's immovable. It's amenable. Something can be changed. Uh, I don't necessarily like the smell of their hair. I don't necessarily, you know, I have some issues with white people with some things that they wear, some things, some mannerisms that they have, the way they talk, you know, and raise their voice. But I don't ask them to change Uh that. That's who they are. You Uh can't go over to the Native (laughs) Americans' place of business and tell them to cut their hair. See where it gets you. Uh
0: Mm-hmm. You better not okay, tell me take
4: your to... beads. See what
0: happens.
1: <laughs> All right. So did you did you hear the first part of, of the story about the baggy the saggy pants? Did you hear that part?
4: Well, the saggy pants, I have an issue with that because that's okay. Validity. Some 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 guys take it too far. Mm-hmm. If 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 I see your pants and you're in a public space and mm-hmm. I can really see your rear end, then that crosses the line of obscenity. But then again, mm, okay. am I willing to criminalize a person for that? Am I willing to co-sign on somebody criminalizing our young black males for busting slack? when It's a, it's okay to bust slack and be hot hip-hop when you're selling Coca-Cola. You
0: see what <laughs> I'm saying? But yeah, you want to criminalize my
4: children, I'm not going to co on that either. I don't like it, but I'm not going to let you criminalize my babies for it. Now, I'm going to tell them to uh-huh. pull their pants up and let them dirty drawers you got on. Uh-huh.
0: Because it's that
4: scene at this point. It's not cute. I don't like it. But I'm not going to co on anybody locking up our babies for that. Our young, Our young people, their image has been so tarnished, especially when it comes to hip-hop, the little fashion fads, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. out, especially our our young males. I'm so I'm so passionate about our young males. Any little thing our males do, not that what some things what they do is right. It's criminalized. It's okay for them to bust a little slack when they're selling Coca Cola or they're selling <laughs> their Cadillac. Uh
0: huh. But
4: you want to put an ordinance oh. on the street and lock them up. Who does that? Mm. We, You know what? Black people, especially our leadership, we are the most dumbest people. African Americans are dumb as hell. And we co-sign on anything to make ourselves look good. That's Mm. the dumbest thing I've ever – anybody say, oh, lock them up. That's so stupid. Why would you co-sign on that? But yet and still hey. Coca-Cola Pepsi
0: hmm. They
4: bust a slack
0: but well, don't, Hey
1: don't forget the professional athlete In there as yes, well
0: sir. Yes sir <laughs>
1: Don't forget them Yeah cause a lot of them walk around there Just like that You know But I That's
4: because we don't have any control. Over our identity, mm. over our humanity These people That case to me Was not about hair That was mm-hmm. about us being These white people's property mm. Argument, mm. And that's how she should have fought it It's not mm. about It's you not know, about my that, hair that, It's about you telling me uh, what to do With my humanness. With my identity. My hair is an extension of my body. And you don't get to tell me what to do with it.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
4: And it was a violation okay. of her 14th Amendment rights the right to autonomy, the right to your person. They fought it the wrong way. It wasn't a racism case, it was a human rights case.
0: Hmm. You know, I, you know, i I,
1: I, 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 is, I just really heard what you said. It wasn't—it it was a human rights case, a human rights case. Mm-hmm. That, you know that puts a whole different different twist on it. Then you're all right. You're all right.
4: How can I you tell you? I'm, I'm okay, you can come to work. You can come to work with me with one leg, but don't come to work with two legs. I only hire people with two legs. Don't come to my job. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: I don't hire people with big noses. Don't come to my job with a (laughs) big leg. I only hire people with small noses.
1: Now, the argument with that is, and, you know, that is that company set of laws, I mean, rules. And the argument was, well, the military, you know, you can't have beards in the military. And if you do, you got to be short and, you know, cut to a certain length. Uh, what else? Um, some, um, what what they call the bus drivers, you know, the city orders they have to have certain standards, certain uh, grooming, uh, uh, grooming appearance. So that was the argument that was used as well. You know, this is the first time I heard about dreadlocks, though. I, I, and you know the more I think about it You're right That's an attack That's an attack on our identity yeah. On our humanness yeah. And that's yeah. the way because it should she, have been she was told, Yeah because she was told She had the job Until she actually went in to the office To talk to the, you know, the human resources person And then that's when And then you know she was taken off privately And that's when they had that conversation The, the conversation was had Huh That's when that conversation was had
4: Um, She didn't fight that case The case wasn't fought the right way Yeah I think think the case should have been fought differently Because Another argument I can see Is with that 14th amendment There's there's some clauses in that 14th amendment About personhood Um, That's what made Made us Become citizens here But it also (laughs) made those Corporations a person
0: Mm.
4: So the per, so the false person gets to tell me how to wear my hair person which is a corporation.
1: Mhm. Because the uh, United States is a corporation.
4: <laughs> uh, well, yes it is. Got- it is.
1: Yeah. But
0: mm-hmm. let's
4: look at it from realistically. It's it's a created reality. And you're going to allow that to tell you what to do? It doesn't work like that You're, you, We have to stand on our humanness And we have been Deprived of our humanity In every case that we allow to go That way And we fight it
0: uh-huh.
4: Looking at racism One of our political issues That I, I, I take As my pet peeve We
0: keep
4: our We keep our narrative Confined to race Racism is not our only issue The bottom line is we are uh, Intergenerational prisoners of war Okay These people know who we are They know our identity We have been And we're colonized people as well We've been recolonized uh, At least three or four times Okay Mm. Ask
0: yourself
4: Why is it That out of all of the minorities in the United States, why is it that the African-American is the one that's treated the harshest? Why is that? Can you tell me why? I'll tell you why. Because
1: we pose the biggest threat.
4: Because we pose the biggest threat. We pose the biggest threat, and why? What has happened historically? Historically, in 1526, Africans and Native Americans merged together. They went to war against yeah. Spain. When it was colonized, right. this joint was colonized by Spain.
0: Move mm-hmm. on to
4: seventeen thirty three. From seventeen thirty three to seventeen <laughs> from seventeen thirty three uh until uh eighteen fifty eight, the Gullah Wars over a hundred right. years right. our ancestors rocked. And mm-hmm. then when and then when the colonists were here our our ancestors was armed by the British and the Spanish against the colonists because they banned slavery. Britain had banned slavery, slavery the Atlantic slave trade. But these colonists, because they were too lazy to work, mm-hmm. wanted to keep slavery going. Our ancestors didn't take that land down. So what did they do? Their identity. Made it a point, but this is coming to a head now. And
0: continued
4: uh. to subjugate us. After slavery, everybody celebrates the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. I don't. Because Mm. at that point is when we were forced into their population and forced into their citizenship.
0: Mm. Mm. There was
4: no plebiscite. We didn't vote for it. And then after that, then you had uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, after World War II while everyone else was receiving their liberation and, and, and their right to self-determine, uh, we we hmm. were supposed to have been put on a non-self-governing list that would have given us a right to autonomy, would have given us the right to self-determination, it would have given us uh, access to external markets as well as internal markets. Where well, we could have been self-sufficient. Colonies, yeah. colonies were put on that list we didn't even get a vote what did we get we were forced made to forced to assimilate that has been the policy on us as a result our resources have been used to sustain white supremacy our tax dollars sustain white supremacy and global white supremacy our uh youth our males they they were forced to go and fight wars that was counterproductive against other people who look like us. We've been in a parasitic relationship. As a result, we don't have our own economy. We're dependent. And we have a quality of life that's equivalent to a third world. Because in that same state, in that same county, the U.N. was just here. Talking about the pro- pro- problems that they have, and the hookworm epidemic that broke out in Lyles County. Not to mention the eminent domain abuse that has gone on there. So the issue's not just about hair. Mm-hmm. And we need to get wow. out of that using a civil rights mental a civil rights framework to deal with a human rights issue. Mm.
1: So, with, 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 with all that being said, how do we re-educate our people? How do we get them to understand uh, these these different avenues? Uh, and, and how do we get them to understand and well, actually, you know, move, do something about it? Well,
4: well, we what, well, well, I'm well. What we've done, I'm a, I'm a member of the American Institute of Human Rights, and we mm-hmm. are a non-governmental. Uh, organization and we teach international and human rights law um mm-hmm. right now we have a pilot pro- program where we, what we're promoting uh you know to to bring people in but we're trying to educate profet- our professionals people in leadership positions activists our lawyers uh preachers that's who we're reaching out to now um also, we do talk, we do radio shows, we do a lot of conferences. We have really been out there for the past three years, and I know when we began speaking, you know, I was talking about human rights, you know, human rights then. we um, are right.
0: just going to have to have
4: go. a marketing compa- campaign. Um, those are some of the mm-hmm. things that we're doing. We're teaching right now because we're talking about human rights. We're teaching right mm-hmm. now. I have my computer in front of me before I get off the air. I'll go over some of those, uh, those uh, conventions that I spoke about, ILO-169, UNIDRIP, and um, also uh, the ICERD convention, and we have the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. All of these things pertain to us, and we have to assert those things because this is not just about race. Racism is only a derivative of what we're suffering from. We're suffering from hegemony Mm. and colonialism. Mm -hmm. We're colonized Mm. people. That means our labor, our human capital, and our resources are being used for the dominant society. And I'm sorry, but they're European. They re-enslaved us using Jim Crow, sharecropping. Re-ensla- Re-enslaved us using just sharecropping, uh,
0: uh-huh. uh
4: uh, peonage. Now it's done uh, through uh, it, it evolved through mass incarceration. Hmm. So we're still, it's it's not about racism. Nobody just don't like you because you're black. This is about us being somebody else's property.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Mm. And, and what's the name of
4: the organization again? It is the American Institute of Human Rights.
1: Okay, American. Okay. Well, let's talk then. Let's let's get it on.
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs> now let me pull up. I'll pull up the uh, International Covenant on on um, civil and political rights. Let's see
0: if mm-hmm. I pull
1: that up. Let's talk. Yeah, we we got time. Yeah, we we got
0: time.
1: Let's
0: do this. <laughs> uh, okay, because, I have. I mean, you have. Mm-hmm. I have
4: ILO one six nine. Now I'll go over that one. Okay. It's the um. It's it's the convention concerning indigenous and tribal peoples in independent countries. Okay. Article 1 it states this convention applies to a tribal peoples in independent countries whose social cultural and economic conditions distinguish them from other sections of the national community and whose status is regulated wholly or partially by their own customs or traditions or by special laws or regulations Part B peoples peoples in independent countries who are re- regarded as indigenous on account of their descent from the populations which inhibited the country or a geographical region to which the country belongs at the time of conquest or colonization or the establishment of present state boundaries and who, irrespective of their legal status, retain some or all of their social economic, cultural, and political institutions. Self-identification, this is the paragraph two, self-identification mm-hmm. as indigenous or tribal shall be regarded as a fundamental criterion for determining the group groups to which the provisions of this convention applies. The use of the term peoples in this convention shall not be construed as having any implications as regards to the rights which may attach to the term under international law. It says governments shall have the responsibility for developing, the, with the participation of the people's concerned, coordinated and systemic action to protect the rights of these people and to guarantee respect for their integrity. Such actions shall include measures for ensuring that members of these peoples benefit on an equal footing from the rights and opportunities which national laws and regulations grant to other members of the population, promoting the hmm. full realization of social, economic, and cultural rights of these people with respect for their social and cultural identity, their customs and traditions,
1: and their institutions. Hmm. Do you hear that?
0: Mhm.
1: I hear that I think you need to say that again Say it one more again
4: Okay I'll go back Article 2 mm-hmm. Governments shall have the responsibility For developing With the participation Of the people's concern Coordinated and systemic Action to protect the rights Of these peoples And to guarantee respect For their integrity such actions shall include measures for ensuring that members of these peoples benefit on an equal footing from the rights which national laws and regulations grant to other members of the population, promoting the full realization of the social, economic, and cultural rights of these people with respect for their social and cultural identity, their customs and traditions, and their institutions, assisting the members of the people's concern to eliminate socio-economic gaps that may exist between indigenous and other members of, nation, of the national community in a manner compatible with their aspiration and ways of life. Wow. In Okay? So do you understand okay. what I'm saying now?
1: I understand exactly what you're saying. I just want the, the people to be able to understand exactly what you're saying, and especially once we because we just talked about the, the, the dread case or what have you. This, this falls, I mean, that explains it all right there. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say, put it in layman's terms, you know, put make it as simple as you can as far as what that means and what what that is saying. That means you
4: don't have to we don't have to manipulate our identity. A uh, part of who we are, our identity, our culture, our mores. We don't have to to manipulate that to make anyone feel feel comfortable. That's mm-hmm. that's the highest form of discrimination and hegemony. We're not property. You don't get to dictate my hair. You see what I'm saying? Our humanity. Uh-huh. These people still want to treat us as property. And legally, we are still their property. Uh-huh. Because we have not assumed jurisdiction or, or created a collective judicial personality to assume jurisdiction over ourselves.
0: Uh-huh. Do you
4: understand what I'm saying?
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it was still yes, property
4: still property wow still
1: property okay still property and that's i what i l o 169 i l o 169 indigenous people in independent countries
4: mhm i l o 169 that that document With international law, I started studying international law because I saw so many flaws with the domestic laws that circumvented our humanity. Um, Just like the 14th Amendment was supposed to have been created uh, for us, but we barely enjoyed Uh the the 14th Amendment. We didn't really reap the benefits mm. of the 14th Amendment.
0: Mhm. But
4: corporations reap the benefits of it. Because they were considered as persons. We you know, artificial persons.
0: Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. <laughs> oh. mm, mm,
1: mm. Well, you know, and once you think about it, and, and you think about um, like, like the guy was talking about today, uh, Robert Williams, and then you think about um, Chante Core, who's in Af- I mean Cuba. Yeah, that explains why once they get there, there's nothing that can be done. You know, because once they leave here, they they begin to fall under international law. Now, correct me if I'm 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 wrong, but that's weird. you are
3: correct.
4: You are correct. and Asada Shakur is a prisoner of war. So are mm-hmm. we. We're intergenerational prisoners of war. When 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 uh that if I don't know, have you been following what happened up in Flint, Michigan? But when they sabotage that water system, that was an act of war. But they want to call it racism. It was. Well, it's not racism. We're what up under what you call a belligerent occupancy. Mm,
1: okay. Now you didn't threw out some terms there. Let's let's back it up for a moment and, and break each one of those down.
0: Okay. let me let me
4: let me let me go back.
1: Okay. Especially it, it in the defined. war part because I know a lot of people. How are we victims of
4: war? I ain't been in no war. And
1: so yeah, we we need to break. Yeah, you know, I need you to break that down. Well, for it's us.
4: okay. Let me let me let me give you the definition of belligerent occupation, and I'm using this term because of the fact after slavery Uh they used state terrorism, lynchings um, they deprived us of resources, and they resubjugated us deprived us of our right to self-determination not just one time after 1865 but more than four or five times this is what Mm -hmm. they've done uh, so we're still prisoners of war. We're still we're still not free people. We we were deprived of our right to self governance, our right to autonomy, our right to economic and social and as you do see cultural independence. We're prisoners of war. Uh-huh. They lock down our communities mm. on the spot. Go to your projects. Do you not see the gates? That's not to protect you. That's mm. to keep you in.
0: <laughs> but, yep. Okay,
4: belligerent occupancy in a foreign mm-hmm. war, being based upon the possession of enemy territory, necessarily implies that the sovereignty of the occupied territory is not vested in the occupying power. Occupation is a, is, is 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 essentially provisional. What it's saying hmm. that even though they warred against us. We never gave up our, our ancestors. Never gave up our, their sovereignty, and nor have we. They just resubjugated us and annexed the territory, the land that we were on. Right now, the way hmm. that they're annexing land is using eminent uh, domain abuse,
0: imminent selective domains. annexing,
4: yes, yes selective yes. annexing, uh, and also underbounding. And gentrification, which is 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 is, is still popular illegal illegal population transfers under international law.
0: Hmm.
4: But yes, once again, our leadership. Oh, that's racism. It is not racism. It's beyond racism. But that is what the the, the um. That is what the term for belligerent occupancy is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Go back here, and what was the other term that I used
0: uh, I think it was
1: inter
4: we go to war
1: uh, okay yeah yeah prisoners yeah. of war yeah yeah that's 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 what it was. You know, it, it it's amazing how once you break it down and you start thinking about uh today's world and what's going on with, with the uh, um uh, the trafficking, human trafficking, the the, 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 the um organ tra- how harvesting and things of that nature, it it falls right into place. You know, even when you well, like you well, mentioned the flip. It
4: falls right into in
0: place. And we're okay. gonna talk All about right.
4: Chicago right. in a minute. Let me give you the definition mm-hmm. of POW.
0: Mm
4: Okay Okay A person Serviceman Captured by an enemy In time of war That's what That's what a uh, Prisoner of war Okay Let's see A detained person As defined in Articles 4 and 5 Of the Geneva Convention Relative to the treatment Of prisoners of war August the 12th, 1949, in particular, one who, while engaged in combat under orders of his or her government, is captured by the armed forces of the enemy. As such, he or uh-huh. she is entitled to the combatant's privilege of immunity from the municipal, municipal law of the capturing state for warlike acts which do not amount to the breaches of the law of armed conflict. For example, prisoner of war may be, but not limited to any person belonging to one of the following categories, has fallen into the power of the enemy. A member of the armed forces, organized militia or volunteer corps, a person a person who accompanies the armed forces without actually being a member thereof, a member of a merchant marine or civilian aircraft crew, not qualifying for more favorable treatment, or individuals who, on the approach of the enemy, spontaneously take up arms to resist the invading forces, is also called a POW or PW.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
4: We fit all of that down through the years.
1: (laughs) Down through the years. Yeah, you're right. We have. And
4: I have, in some of my research, um, I I have uh, researched some of the riots. And mm-hmm. I have came across uh, uh research papers that professors mm-hmm. have written that call us combatants that referred to us as uh belligerents and called us
1: Really?
0: Combatants. yes, wow mm-hmm. uh, wow or and, and you or just, just
1: reading up on. Just reading up on on the um, on the riots and things that has happened throughout this country's history.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
4: Okay. Mhm. I have seen that, and that is how they treat us. As a matter of fact, our gangs are documented as terrorists. Mhm. The gangs are considered yeah. terrorists.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> I can actually see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: They're documented as terrorists. So we don't yes, understand uh, how deep the rabbit hole goes with us. Um, we can't afford to continue playing marbles while others are playing chess.
0: Huh. Yeah
1: But see That's the cycle we, we, we've we been in For so long I, I, I really don't think anyone has really Given it Much thought outside of A, a certain uh, Group of people I guess is, is the best way to say it And I think uh, Like you said with, with your group The American Institute of Human Rights Shows like mine and other shows We're going to have to uh, help educate, educate, and put the information out there so people will go and start looking this stuff up and researching and um, you know learning, you know learning, mm-hmm. learning and understanding you know the system that that they're being held under. But you said we're going to talk a little bit about Chicago. Uh You, okay. you definitely got my, my 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 um.
4: Well, you uh, do understand. You do. Yes, you do know the U.N., they had called for the United Nations to go to Chicago because of the violence. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And, you know, I have relatives that live there, and, you know, when I talk to them, they're always, oh, these other Negroes, you know how we go, these niggas need to stop.
0: Right. You can't do
4: niggas, niggas, this, and they need to put these guns up, and the niggas, this, niggas, that. Now, guns are banned or banned in Chicago. I have Uh seen footage where people are getting guns off the trains. We don't know, we don't know, and they want to blame it on the gangs. I wouldn't mind calling an outside international investigator to go and investigate Uh the violence in Chicago, and I'm going to tell you why. From 1972... To let's see, this guy's his name was John Birch. Have you heard about him?
1: John Birch,
0: J- the no, John I Birch I do, case,
4: I... the bon-
1: John no,
0: I Birch
4: case, where he uh-uh. taught he he was responsible the police chief that was responsible for torturing uh
0: Oh yes, men. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. All those yes. years he was won- he was
4: he he fought in Vietnam. Uh-huh. He fought in Vietnam, and he set up black sites where he used mm-hmm. those same tactics during the Phoenix operations and
0: uh, mm-hmm.
4: other operations that they used over uh, search and kill and torture, all kinds of torture tactics. I read a, a uh-huh. report of things that he did to black men. He stuck Uh, cattle prods, electric cattle prods up their rectum. He put a jump box, hooked a jump box and electrocuted them through their testicles. This is stuff that Mm. they did in Abu Gray and in Vietnam. This is what happened to our people in Chicago. We don't know Mm. that gangs are doing this. This could be somebody dressed up in gang clothing. Gang cops doing this. This could be the United States doing this to us. We don't know
1: Who's you know, interest. You know, interesting. Um, a point that you mentioned the black site, because it's the show that comes on television called uh, what is it? Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. And they have this place where they take, you know, take the people and, and lock them up in a the cage. They're not nowhere upstairs, you know. Is they you know, and they lock them up, and you know, they you know kind of rough them up a little bit down there before they take them upstairs, and uh, and. You know, I can picture just what you just got finished saying. I can picture this in my mind doing it because one episode, they actually did hook a car battery up to um, the cage because they was going to do him in before he started talking. So I can see that, and I, I, I've heard of that. I, I really have. And, yes, I, yeah, so, wow. You know, I'm just well, reducing, See, we
4: don't know.
0: Kind of... Yeah, yeah.
4: No, we don't know if those are gangs doing all those murders. We don't know that, right? Uh, the, right, because the, we, the we United States have done all kind of false flags. They've even uh, right. there's documents where they've even suggested false flags.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> we, right. I mean,
4: we really don't know, and we don't have we don't. an organization. We haven't called in international help or anything to go up there and investigate what's going on. That could be a uh, some Africans dressed up in gang suits. We don't know.
0: Hmm.
4: And we're blaming uh, each other. We don't know. The United States have done all types of undermined stuff. So how yep. do we know?
0: Yep. They have a whole <laughs> organ
4: trade. Another thing we need to look at, and we're just, we're just uh, I, I'm just uh, assuming. Now, we do know there's an illegal organ trade. Let's look at the yep. ages of the people that's being murdered. Most of them are between huh. the age, either children uh, uh, or between uh-huh. the ages, I would say uh, maybe 11 and I would say maybe 35, or uh, maybe 30. But th- these ain't old people going out. These people are no, they're not. young people. So it could be yeah. an organ
1: trade. We don't uh, know. We're chilling uh. In fact, the case down there um, in Georgia. Well, you know mm-hmm. when the kid was found wrapped up in the in the mat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that right there. And I still say the Shanika Jenkins one has a little, you know that that that's that's a little, you organ know I, I think it was some organs. Yeah, I think it was some organs um, taken out of the girl. They're just not going to tell you that because you haven't heard much. But I think that that is what happened there as well. Uh, interesting, but I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. And we must remember that Mister Smith. You know, during during the Black Panthers days, you know, they were dressing up doing some, some stuff and then blaming it on the Panthers either way. Anyway, or or other black militant organizations as they called it back in the day. Yeah. You know, so Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so what in other words what I'm saying, what you are saying right now is not so far fetched to you say, mm-hmm. Oh, she don't know what she's talking about. I mean, you're, basically you're right on point. You are right on point.
0: Very bad and, and, very bad.
4: And your listeners might say, "Well, what has this got to do with uh the lawsuit or the case that pertains to hair? It has everything to do with it. It's dealing with our humanity, us being their property, right. us being able us being able to dictate who we are and where we go from here. you know that mm-hmm. should be that should be the main topic of uh, on, on our table right now." We need to get some control of our communities, get control over our identity. They have the identity extremists now. They've even made your identity our blackness, who we are, our culture, if we hmm. emphasize it, it's, uh, uh, we're labeled as extremists. Who does that? Hmm. That we're, this is, That's fascism. Since then yep, right. of my whole humanity, you get to criminalize me for being who I am when you've gone through countries, you've gone to countries, you tortured people, you caused wars and rumors of wars, but you want to criminalize our humanity, and we sit hmm. idly by and allow
0: these people to do that?
1: Hmm.
0: Come on, black people. <laughs> uh huh.
1: Now you know what's being said, right? Uh, it's another one of those shows. Those those militants, those revolutionaries. You know that's what's being said, right? Instead <laughs> of sitting down to actually paying attention and listening to the truth. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. And but you know, the to, to, truth hurts. Those... Yeah. Change hurts it, it... even more sometimes because yes. have, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's it's a necessary thing, and we're at the point where we do need that change. But I'm sorry, Keith. Go ahead. Well, well,
4: here's the thing. Um we we're at we're in a we're in a condition now that's genocidal. We don't have mm-hmm. our own food system. We don't have a security right. apparatus. And we have a white nationalist in the White House who has made no bones about what he feels about us.
0: Mm.
4: Okay? And I'm not pr- promoting Uh, Trying to scare anybody But we need a reality check If they want to intern us right now It would be no problem Because our (laughs) image The image of our humanity Has been so distorted All over the world Who do you think will come in and try to help us Because what do they see What has been criminalized Hmm?
0: We have
1: we have selling drugs, killing folk, and yeah.
4: Let's look at this so, new movie, Black Panther. I know you want to talk about this. Let's talk about this. This may be another show, but we can start it here.
0: Okay. Killmonger right, let's go.
4: versus T'Challa.
0: Uh-huh. Right.
4: Let's look at Killmonger. Right. Mm-hmm. Was that not our image, the image of a black male Pitted against the image of a continental African, but who was dehumanized? Eric Killmonger, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But you got Negroes okay. oh,
4: celebrating. You. you got Negroes celebrating when we should we should have we should have been boycotting. And I'll tell you why, because okay. Killmonger—that's our Larray Ray, and he uh, did not create uh, himself. The United States government committed, uh, 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 created those conditions that created Killmonger. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> do you see the perversion yeah, of what they do you know, to our identity?
1: Hmm. You know, it, actually, you know, you say, say, because um, our, 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 I went and saw the movie last weekend, and I, I'm thinking right now, I'm like, yeah, because cause Eric Killmonger, he grew up in Oakland, of course, Oakland. Um, but when he did finally make it to Wakanda, uh, that, that's what he said. He said, y'all created me, you know, which was a very interesting, but then again, you had Uncle Sam, I mean, um, Mr. Smith, you know, the CIA right there that trained him. So you, you got a great point. And for him to go back to that, man, you you on it today. Go ahead. I'm just
4: gonna shut up right now. Go ahead. No, 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 because I need to take two to the tango now. But uh, I'm yeah, just saying. But, but see, I'm tying this back into the hair thing. What did Kill Monger? Uh, what was he wearing?
3: Dress.
1: Uh,
0: what was he wearing? <laughs> uh,
1: yes, he was. Who he was, was he?
4: That was our yeah. baby. That was our black male. Huh. That, was, that that was one of our black children. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But we got negroes in high places that co sign on this. Oh, just cut your hair so you can get the job. No, 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 no. Because when you do that, we you sell not only yourself cheap, you sell uh-huh. the whole all of us go down the tubes for that. So at some point uh-huh. we got to bring these suckers to the table and let them know, look, you i I'm not your object. I walk on two legs just like you. I got two hands mm-hmm. just like you. I see, feel, I touch, I squat, I take a dump, just like you.
0: Mm.
4: My heart pumps blood, mm. not pee, just like yeah. you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. as of today, I'm putting you on notice. You will respect my humanity, and I will wear my, my dreadlocks, whether you like it or not. Mm.
0: It's
1: just that simple you know, we need our to, own a d
4: l we need our own uh we anti defamation league
0: that movie <laughs>
4: that movie yeah. I- it's an issue number one it pits us against the continental african number two it 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 distorts our image criminalize our image this this movie went all over the world. So if they wanted to do a roundup or pull another Hurricane Katrina or do another internment like they did over in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who would come and help Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. with that image that goes all over the world? Who would come and help us?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, you put a lot on the brain today, that's for sure. You have put a lot on the brain today Oh man But unfortunately we have to cut this one short here (laughs) God dang it Uh, But you know what Well you know you can call me back anytime We we got a lot to talk about Because I I, You know you got my interest up in this American Institute of Human Rights Well you Uh, got my number
0: When you
4: get a chance call me I got some information I'll send to you Because I want to brief you on what we're doing Anyway So after the show, give me a call. I need to brief you on some things. Uh, It's been a long time Mm -hmm. since we spoke, and I want to brief you on some things that we're doing um, uh, further. Okay. Because we're going to be doing some political and some legal things soon.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Well, I did too. (laughs) It's good actually hearing your voice, but don't get mad at me because I have forgotten your name. (laughs) I, Elena. I
0: know, I know
1: Elena, that's it Yes, you yes, 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 Yeah. I guess it's so different I, Okay, I got you now Okay, but yeah Thank you Elena, as always You know, you, you put it down You know, you put it down And I didn't get to read some stories But that's good enough because we actually Did some educating today And I love that when we, when we get to do that kind of stuff So Thank you, and um, I'll be talking to you shortly. Okay. Okay, then. Okay. All right, man. What a great show. What a great show. All right. So, y'all heard what 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 needs to happen, right? Call to action. God dang it. Let's let's get up and make some start making some moves. It's simple. You know, it's simple. You know, I I said at the beginning of the show, I went and saw the movie and. I'll be honest with you. I just watched the movie. When certain things were said or, or happened, yeah, you know, certain things popped in my head, but I just basically went to watch the movie. But um, Lena is correct. And there was, you know, because that's the first thing I thought about, too. I'm like, hey, you got two Black Panthers fighting each other. That's that's not supposed to happen. You know, but and one was the one that had his, his throne taken away, supposedly, and the one that was sitting on the throne. And, oh, it was just yeah, yeah. She she hit she hit it right on the head though. Now that I think about it. But anyway, it's been fun, man. Um, as I said, I do apologize for last week. However, my allergies just were um, out of whack. Put it that way, okay? And I y'all didn't want to hear me talk on the radio like that, okay? <laughs> it it wasn't nice, okay? It wasn't nice. It's getting better now, so that's why I'm here. All right, uh, host was weren't here today. She's a love. Tell me to tell y'all hello She'll be back Friday Hopefully Along with me Mr. Talk um, And we'll bring you Some more interesting uh, topics And educational information Because that's what we love to do And of course If you have anything You, you want to uh, send me Or uh, uh, topics you want me to t- uh, bring to the show All they do is shoot me an email At ericletstalk at gmail.com Okay, or you can go to the show webpage at uh, w, uh, www.ericletstalk.com, okay, and there's a contact uh, form back there on, on the page. You can fill that out. I go and check it every day, so, you know, you can send me that, and then we, we can get moving on some things, okay? But that's going to do it, man. It's been fun. Uh, just remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation Forgive with an open heart. But make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing later, to laugh at yourself. Because you can laugh at yourself everything else is just gravy, man. All right? So until Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 to 12 Pacific, this has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying here's some zapping more about house as we go out of here. Have fun. See y'all Friday, man.
0: Love,
1: okay. Uh uh-huh.